BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, dude. Just like the old one, eh, Doug Mellard? That's GD right. It's the first <laughs> Thursday of January 2022. Whoa. And our guest today, yeah, is a comedian you've seen on Conan. She wrote for Conan. Have you met Lori Kilmartin, Doug? Yeah, I've done a couple of shows with her. She's great. That's cool. That's great. That's what I was going to say. She's great. She's funny and honest. Honestly funny, to be honest. It's funny. It's <laughs> good. It's a lot of honesty. <laughs> I'm glad you're excited. Let's go to, let's go to work. Oh, I should have Um, hello to Lori Kilmartin. Hey, Doug. Uh, thank you for uh, inviting me on your podcast today. You know Doug Mallard, yes? We've done some shows together. I don't know. I did my set specifically about Lori, but I don't know if she'll remember. You don't look like your your uh, profile pic on Zoom, which is actually... Oh, yeah. My pic went away. weird. I, I guess your actual face has eyes and a nose and a mouth, right? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Can you bring your your picture back, Doug? I don't know what happened. I'll, I'll, I'll work on it. <laughs> I love, though, that uh, in typical, like, the kind of thing a Doug would do when I said to Lori, you know Doug Mellard, right? Doug jumped in first for explaining why you might know him <laughs> and assuming there's the chance you don't know exactly who he is. <laughs> I, I, I'm grateful for that because how many times have you assumed you didn't know someone and you say, it's nice to meet you. And then they, instead of just silently going, wow, they didn't remember me. They remind you when you guys met, when you spoke, when you had sex and now you just uh, seem like an asshole. Yeah, that one can be uh, rough. This is a much more pleasant uh, way to go about it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and you know and uh he was trying to let you off the hook in case because sometimes people do feel bad about not knowing specifically who they're uh speaking to but in the world of stand-up so you said you worked with her you performed with her twice doug 
Oh, I don't know how many times we've done a couple of shows together. I don't know how yeah. many exactly. Like, where'd you do a show? Let's uh, listen. I can't bring your picture. Like let's we might have it. done it at the Copper still, maybe. I don't know. We all do a bunch of shows, <laughs> uh, but I think we, maybe we did Huntsberger show at the Copper still potentially. Yeah, I think. I mean, okay. that the word Copper sounds familiar, and. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my thing. Maybe uh, Doug B, you understand. I've done so many shows over the my the length of my career, and yeah. at least six venues have the word copy or copper in them, starting from like in Butte, Montana, at the Copper King, where because they were copper miners there. So uh, I'm just flooded with different imagery, and you know, of course, a profile pic would help Doug Millard, but that's. Yeah. You're not willing. Yeah, you're not willing to give it up. <laughs> At least not for right now. Are you afraid that you get booted out of the Zoom session if you pull up a picture? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to mess with technology. It tends to not go well. Yeah, I understand. Well, long story short, Lori, welcome to the wide world of Dugs. Thank you. <laughs> First question. This is a new question that started on the last episode. I haven't run this past Doug Mellard, but I just thought it'd be fun to start with. Do you celebrate Festivus? Me? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know what? Uh, Well, this is, you know, I hate to admit this, but I don't know what Festivus is except a Seinfeld reference. And I haven't episode of Seinfeld. Well, that's all you, you know, just knowing that it's a Seinfeld reference is really is quite enough. I would, uh, I'd be sad for anyone that doesn't, you know, have any, uh, can't attach it to anything because it has become such a thing. That's also not a thing. Like every beer on, on that day, uh, a couple of days before Christmas, you know, I jump on Twitter and do my part and say happy Festivus. And, you know, <laughs> It's like in one episode of Seinfeld and, you know, Jerry Stiller was a very funny man. So like all the little uh, sound bites of him screaming about Festivus and it being for the rest of us are, uh, you know, of course, all over the the Internet. And uh, it's like a fun it's just a weird like it feels like a hardball question to ask somebody. Do you celebrate Festivus? <laughs> like, like you're trying to get to the bottom of something, but it's just uh, silly. You know, here's the thing. I should know what it means, but also I know it's a made up thing. So the limited uh, amount of energy I devote to investigating things, I don't want to investigate uh, a comedy fact. I'd rather right. look into a real fact. Yeah, no, there's a lot of those that I've just sort of let go that like I'll see them out there and and think I don't really need to follow up on uh, Bazinga. I don't really need to know (laughs) why it started and why at any point anybody thought it was an amusing thing for a person to say. You know, and something like that with Twitter too, like being dad, I was at least 12 hours late and I was like, uh, I I felt an obligation to do work. (laughs) Right. I I still resent the the time I gave to that. Yeah, no, that's why I do like to get in on uh, these stories and hashtags. It's nice when you do get in on them early. 
yeah. because there's no catch up to do when you once you have catch up to do, then it's sometimes if it's not pervasive, like if it doesn't keep showing up for several days, sometimes you can walk away and you're never going to need it uh, again, you know? Right. And as a comic, if you're not in early, you're going to miss all the good jokes. Like uh, if you're 12 <laughs> hours late on something, everything has been written. So yeah, what's the point of even you knowing? Right. You absolutely have to uh, like just type the words, type the phrase into the search engine and just see, you know, who and when beat you to it. If you do have a, a joke that's uh, late or you just throw it out there anyway, because it's all just a rapidly flowing river and uh you know things just things just sort of bob to the surface in in a different pattern and everybody's lives that's a great uh visual description of twitter like tweets are like uh what's a fish that jumps through the air you know like a salmon <laughs> and uh but then occasionally there's a bear there that swats it away immediately or retweets it and then you go viral. Yeah, or eats it. <laughs> <laughs> if you get uh, a Charlotte right. Climber retweet, oh man, boy, that's gonna <laughs> take you all over. <laughs> um, all right, so that was just a dumb question that uh, I might excise in, in future episodes, but <laughs> what we do always start off with is uh, your own name. Uh, Lori Kilmartin in particular, growing up, Lori. Yeah. How did, how do you like the, how did you like, and how do you like the name Lori? Um, I, you know, it's very casual. Any, any name that ends in I E seems like a nickname and uh, I wish mine was, but it's in fact, my full Christian name is. Oh, is wow. Lori. And uh, it just feels like an unfinished, I feel like an unfinished piece of pottery that should have been left <laughs> in the kiln. Uh, now, had, had my name been Laura or Lauren, and I just nicknamed myself Lori, then that to, that to me follows the normal trajectory. I mean, have you ever met anyone named Doug instead of Douglas? You know, like, I feel yeah. like I should have been given the option <laughs> to Lori, uh, Lauren, instead of just giving me a flat out Lori. It's like I... I am not, I don't, I, I'm not a formal person. I'm just a casual person. Well, did you have this out with the, uh, you know, the so-called namers? <laughs> <laughs> no, they love the name. They can't be waited out of it. I mean, they're both dead now, so there's no point to it, but no, they, they liked it. And the, the other thing that I found out, <laughs> that my dad swooped in with Lori, Lori Ann and uh, the other option was Betty Joe. That was my mom was pulling for. And um, so I guess I should be grateful for what I got. Wait, so yeah, do you, do you have a, do you have a, do you have a two word? Is it, is your full name actually Laurieanne or is it? Yeah. I mean, technically. Yeah. Oh, wow. My no middle name, which doesn't make sense either because right. they give me the second name is a middle name, but it's technically not my middle name. It's, it's a lot of trouble. Yeah. The did two word names. Yeah. Would you, do you think about ever just going a uh, Lorianne would be a, a name that you don't hear very often. You know, it, it you know, it, these days, especially it seems, uh, it seems late to, uh, make that demand of people. You know, since they know me, mm -hmm. they know me. It says Lori. And also it, it also seems so close to Kellyanne Conway that I don't want to uh, any part of it, actually. Oh, that's oh. good. Yeah, that's, <laughs> wow, that's yeah. a good thing to avoid. 
Yeah. Are there, uh, so the last name Kilmartin, are there uh, pros and cons with that name, especially when you're very young? Like what, what was the schoolyard uh, taught from that? Did they, were they able to pull anything out of that? Yeah, the schoolyard taunt was uh, Laurie killed Martin Luther King. That was. <laughs> oh, God. It's oh, always Lord. so random. Like, kids don't even know what they're saying. I know. It's just words they know, they've heard that they just link up. Yeah. But then when I started doing stand up, I would do. Uh, I, I, do, you, do, you, do you remember a comic named Chuck Montgomery? Uh, yes, yes. Okay, so he had a joke about his last name being Montgomery, and he told me on a triple run, you got to write a joke with your name in it so people remember you. So then I, I came up with <laughs> where my name is Lori Kilmartin. I mean, Kilmartin is Irish. It means Church of St. Martin. It also means if I ever marry Charlie Sheen, my name will be Lori Kilmartin Sheen. <laughs> and you know what? I, I, I thought of that like in... 91 or 90 and 30 years later all three participants in that joke are still alive <laughs> yeah i don't know how they all did it but, i don't uh, know i, I would have thought martin died instantly and then charlie keeps hanging on so i mean i could bring that joke back anytime i wanted to you really could i was just trying to think of like um you know because that's also the thing is back back in the day of course, Martin Luther King was just what kids would say because that's just the the, the famous yeah. Martin, and it would be even weirder, strangely enough, for a kid to say like you know to call you Kill Martin and Lewis. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, lady. Hey, Laurie. Yeah. A, a, a lot of French kids would say that about me. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> We were just watching uh, Buzzer the other day, you know, they show old game shows and um, there was somebody on there. Oh, uh, Alan Ludden just said out loud, oh, Dean Martin is just pretending to be drunk. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> it was just funny to hear somebody defending that. And it's like, it was pretty famously pretty well known. I mean, Dean Martin would even say out loud, I'm drunk during tapings of his show. So uh, it's funny that there was Alan Ludden was over there defending him. <laughs> um, okay, so Mr. Betty White. Yes. Oh, Ugh. Betty, don't get me started about Betty. That is, it's, I can't. It's just wild how somebody not making it to one hundred is so is so crushing to people that that didn't even know her. Right. Yeah. Every obit, you know, every obituary. Oh, she almost made it to a hundred. Like, <laughs> like that's some sort of end of life failure. Yeah, she, on did, her part. she did other stuff too besides almost live to be a hundred. <laughs> right, exactly. Like that is the main thing in the headline each time. It's like, ah, oh, she almost made it. <laughs> why isn't every why isn't everyone who dies at 99 getting a uh, uh, headlines everywhere? Almost made it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but she did almost make it. And uh, it's on January 17th. And uh, I'm going to go to the, in, in movie theaters. They're going to have some sort of special tribute to her that, you know, the plan was to celebrate that she made it to 100, but now it's going to be just to celebrate her anyway. 
Is and, it to, uh, to also, is it to also celebrate getting COVID with a whole bunch of other people? In our, <laughs> well, just- you know, I feel like, I feel like this is not going to be a uh, packed event. <laughs> they, ha- they have a, they have a matinee and an evening at each theater that's doing it. It's lots of theaters are doing it and it's, yeah. It already sounded like even before she died, I thought, well, this will be a weird thing to go do because I feel like uh, how many people are really going to just want to go watch a, a, a clips package of Betty White and then probably her just blowing out the candles on a big cake or something. Because mm-hmm. uh, I guess she's going to appear in it, but it's not live. And it's the same company that does like, uh, you know, when in movie theaters, you'll see ads sometimes for how one night only it's opera or one night only yeah. it's uh, this singer, you know, and uh, those weird things that like, I, I feel are like not heavily attended. <laughs> it's the vibe I get off of them. <laughs> you know, they just do it in enough theaters and charge enough money that they can, you know, they can do well. Like the one time I did pay to go to one of those things, I went and saw uh, Kevin Smith and uh, Jason Muse doing their podcast, but then also you could, it was live in a bunch of movie theaters and you just sit there in the movie theater and watch them do their thing. Huh. Yeah. Which was weird, but hmm. interesting. Yeah. You didn't go to one of the operas. I never <laughs> went to an opera, but I'm always like, I kind of, you know, like I just, you hear about these uh, events. Sometimes you see posters for in the lobby of the theater, or you, you know, see, they do, you know, uh, trailers before the trailers about things that are going on. And uh, it's almost always opera. It's always, always something I wouldn't want to see, but like, if they did it, I think they're going to start doing it more with like Broadway shows. If they just said, Hey, we'll just put a camera in a theater at a Broadway show and you pay to watch it in some other theater. I'd do that, you know, for mm-hmm. the right, sh- for the right show. If it's something I'm, anxious to see or can't make it to new york to see yeah that sounds fun uh yeah i'm i'm up for that you know anything past uh, march i'm up for in person right yeah that's the thing is it's just uh gotta uh, ease into it you know they canceled or i should say they postponed s san francisco sketch fest for uh, a year and a week it's uh, delayed they're trying to move everything this was going to happen back just a year and a week. So the, the tickets will still be honored and hopefully everyone that was booked will be able to participate. I know I'm committed uh, to doing that, but in the meantime, I had a ticket to San Francisco, love it there. And yeah. I love the way some clubs there are still keeping attendance down and also insisting on vax and masks. And uh, so I'll be doing in lieu of Sketchfest, I'm still going to be in San Francisco doing sh- two shows at the uh, Punchline. Oh, cool. Are you, yeah. do you, do you do your, you still do the 420 shows? Uh, we're not going to do one that day because they just felt that like, especially so last minute, like marketing, it would be, you know, it's just, it's just tricky. Like getting the, the staff of the club to come in for an extra show and everything. Yeah. Uh, so instead we, that was the, thing is they did have scheduled two shows that were going to be part of sketch for stand-up comedy shows so uh you know i can just sort of just fill in that spot and uh you know i'm not expecting a huge turnout but also i don't want one because <laughs> yes 
Yeah. Right. You know, it's like, I, I just want to, I want to apply my trade in small, safe situations, you know? Right. I'm, I'm at go bananas next weekend and we're trying to see if they'll check for vaccine cards, but it's Ohio. So yeah. uh, it's really hard to get. To- I think people coming to see you will be uh, more, maybe more like-minded uh, in terms of vaccines and masks and stuff. And also go bananas isn't a big food joint so people could wear masks pretty comfortably and just you know uh drink you know drink uh, lift them up for the drinking part right um but you know another thing that i do that maybe you could ask them to do is if the place isn't sold out to just create more of a front row moat like uh yeah you know don't see anybody right right there on the stage because that's one of those clubs where you know people in the front row could put their feet up on the stage if they wanted to and that to me is like i'd rather not be that close but it's a big enough stage that if you stand all the way in the back yeah uh, you know just uh i think you're doing it right so far you do you seem to have not uh had it um, you seem to be, you know, have done all right, even though you have done a little bit of uh, road stuff. Yeah, so far so good. But uh, yeah, I'm still pretty worried. Yeah, yeah. the well, trickiest part of it, it feels like. I think that the rash of comedians getting COVID is because they go somewhere and everybody talks about being vaccinated and they just hang. And uh, I, I think, you know, I love seeing everybody, but I still, if I'm inside with people, I'm going to probably have a mask, uh, you know, strapped onto my face for, you know, like, like Lori was saying, probably to March at least. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 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 when I was, uh, when I flew to Vermont, uh, for new year's Eve, I, uh, I brought an air freshener, I mean, an air purifier and I put it in my carry on. Like I took up my entire carry on bag and I just plugged it in at, at JFK airport during the layover and, oh, wow. uh, Hung, huddled around it and uh, <laughs> I might bring it up on stage. I mean, I know there'll be a whirring noise, but if it's, if it, uh, it's better than nothing, you know? Yeah. And it's a noise people get used to if it's on from the second they come in, you know, like, oh, it's not true. like, it's not true. like it suddenly comes on and disrupts what you're doing. Oh, uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just do. have it on, make sure they don't have the music on too loud for the show. So everybody gets used to the hum of it. You know, it's yeah. like it's like any air conditioning or heating. There's going to be a little bit of a hum. Yeah. Um, and then you just like hum the whole time you're up on stage here and there. Yeah. You there know. you go. That's another. That's another approach. <laughs> See, that's the thing about having two dugs. You really get, uh, you know, the full dug experience. Two angles because you know no two dugs are alike. Um, <laughs> but nicknames in your youth. Did uh, did you have any of those, or like you were saying, was the Lori just sounding nickname me enough uh, on its own? Um, I uh, killer. I got called, called killer uh, a lot. Uh, uh, Before becoming a stand-up, yeah, I was a, a swimmer. So yeah, I wasn't like super super fast. I uh, but it was fun. I think for people to yell "Go killer!" <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love it. That's, I didn't even, you know, for yeah. some reason it didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. You know, a, a positive nickname coming out of kill Martin. Yeah. And then kills, of course the, you know, it's just, that's the lazy person's killer, I guess, but still I'll take it. Yeah. And, but that, the, no one's ever said that you associated with your stand-up comedy. 
No, sadly. Um, <laughs> no one's ever well, called me a killer. I'm uh, going to from now on because <laughs> I like people have nicknames when they come on Douglas movies because uh, it's a competition, you know? So yeah. Lori Killer Kill Martin is, is where we're going for with that. Great. <laughs> <laughs> and, and do you have any uh, uh, new ones or do you want a nick like is a nickname something you would even desire or do you just prefer people just you know get lori right and, and, go, and go from there yeah if you get lori right and if you spell it right you know i'm not an l-o-r-i uh, i'm an l-a-u-r-i-e i definitely <laughs> i'm definitely grateful for the effort people people make in, in spelling spelling my name right yeah, it's I don't know, like for some reason, just just knowing you, but I guess I've just seen it written long enough that uh, I'm just used to it. But I just can't even the L-O-R-I. I can't even I can't even I can't yeah. see that at all. You know, just seeing you and hearing you speak and then hearing your name's Lori. I wouldn't jump to that spelling ever. But you know, uh, yeah, that yeah. spelling is disturbing to me it's, <laughs> it's so short and ie ending on an ie is casual enough but ending on an i is ridiculous like oh yeah i mean when is that i never not it's always a little heart like it's always got to go that way yeah the l has to have you know big loops like like the, the l and the vern of <laughs> i really think names should end in a consonant and you guys with doug or douglas either way you that's the cardinal rule you passed it twice yeah it's a real win in that sense uh, it, it does it also helps for flow into another name mm-hmm. or for the three names that people have but that's where Lori Ann is good is just because people are just used to tacking on and to things right a- anyway. So it flows, even though it's just a complete, uh, you know, vowel collision there between oh, the two names. Absolutely. <laughs> so much work for your mouth to do. It's, uh... it's a real vowel pileup. <laughs> Lori Ann's very easy to, uh, for people to get through. Um, on I-95. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you know, not to date this episode with more topical stuff, mm-hmm. but there's just the idea, like, that's how much I avoid the cold is because now anytime I am in cold weather, now in my head is going to be, oh, what if we're just on a highway and uh, just shit out of luck that we got to sit there on that highway for a couple of days. Unbelievable. You have to, you have to constantly be thinking of horrific scenarios that you might get into whether it's uh, in, you know, breathing oxygen or it's being stuck on a freeway for uh, a day and a half. What kind of life is this, Dougs? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what happened to getting out and walking? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if the solution was that simple? Like they were just one exit away from uh, civilization. But oh. it's still like, you know, it's a massive highway in this country. Yeah. And they were stuck there for that long. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a disaster movie right there. Disaster movies have gotten so ridiculous with the Sharknado shit, but it could be a truly compelling movie watching yeah. people have to deal with this. Yeah. yeah, or it's always like a runaway train or something. This <laughs> yeah. is just people still. They're- yeah, there was no ticking clock here, but there was... There was bureaucracy at the core. Like the bad guys are the people who didn't 
uh, act in time, didn't make the right calls, tried to save some money or something. Yeah, they're all waiting for, you know, three AAA tow trucks to come save them. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. It's just like uh, anything that did happen to any of those people, does insurance cover that? Right. Being stuck in your car for a day and a half? Oh, God. After all that, you have to deal with insurance. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, like what what are they what's the price even for that? I mean, maybe some people will actually get some uh, some money out of it if there's some if there's a specific entity to blame for what happened. How many podcasts could they have listened to though? I mean, you're out you. That's But that's to me the torture there is it's like, you know, cuz they had cars with heat and they, you know, and they uh, had their luggage with them in many cases like you know so people could stay warm and s- survive it or whatever but to mm-hmm. me it's just more about the, the mental torture like when your flight's delayed where when you don't <clears throat> excuse me you don't know i'm choking on this thought you don't even know when it's going to end you don't there's no you know uh, light at the end of the tunnel you know and so you can't like be like a backup Doug, just in case you choked it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he really is my second. He really like your uh, understudy. <laughs> when we're together, he takes the first bite. You know, he makes sure the food isn't poison. He, he drinks all of the drinks, so that just keeps me safe from that. Take the hits of weed first. <laughs> yeah, maybe now, but you know, you've uh, <laughs> back in the day, we were on we were on different drug paths. <laughs> Um, all right. So we got to go to a break that went longer than I expected it to, which is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we'll, uh, continue talking with Lori Kilmartin after this message or messages. I don't even know how it's going to be put in here. We'll be right back. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We're back. I hope that was fun, whatever you just listened to. And we're having fun talking to Lori Kilmartin about... It was fun. Wasn't it fun? Like, uh, I think a lot of comedians and actors, people we've had on the show, they end up being like uh, having a good time because it's not the typical questions. No, I mean, like listening to the ads, you know? Oh, yeah, right. Optimistically thought the listener enjoyed listening to that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean that was the the optimism is not the right word for that. That's just that's <laughs> that's insanity to think people enjoy listening to ads, but you, you never know. Um, every once in a while, an ad will be for something that you need, and then it turns out to be a quality product. I always appreciate when people tell me that they have purchased something because they heard about it on one of my shows. Because like those are the advertisers that uh, that come back. Yeah, but right. we covered the name Lori. And Kill Martin. Mm-hmm. Time to flip it. Let's Oops. talk about Dugs. Yeah. How many Dugs do you think you've known 
in your life? Not a lot. Um, uh, there was a, a swim coach named Doug King. Uh, he, he coached a different age group from me. That's one. I love that Doug King. Uh, that name is pretty awesome right there. Cause it's like, I mean, any name with King and King is the last name is just a great last name for, I'd say any guy, just because it sounds like they're the King of that, of that name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Doug King is especially good to me. Did you like it, Doug? I yeah, think that's, it has a really that's nice. A, that's a rare uh, name that makes Doug feel stronger. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. that never happens. Like Doug is usually like more of a, you know, a, like the last name you'd expect would be more like Jester or Doug, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, servant or something. But yeah. Doug, Doug <laughs> King is like, wow, some Doug got promoted to King. And, uh, <laughs> King and Killer, like uh, Coach King and Killer. That's a good combo. I mean, Coach Doug King is who's stealing that name and using it in a novel or something. That's Maybe. just such a good name or even a screenplay. It's Coach Doug King. Yeah. <laughs> that definitely sounds like a, a, an NFL coach. You know, it sounds like maybe not even a swim coach. Maybe a With a big yeah. mustache. Definitely yeah. a big mustache. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, you know, when you address him by his full name, sounds so, you know, Coach King. You know, when the kids have to go, yes, sir, Coach King. <laughs> wow. They have to really bow down to a Doug. That's really unheard of. Um, I'm excited about that. All right. So we got, that's one. Who else you got in your Doug arsenal? Oh, uh, you know, not many. I mean, there was another comic named Doug and I'm blanking on a Doug Medford. Do you Doug know Doug Medford? I don't know Doug Medford. We were no. in Houston, but I'm not sure if he was from Houston. Um, but I think he he kind of was veering towards corporates in the 90s. So he may have down gone down corporate lane and we would never we would never know, you know, hear from him. Right. Well, it sounds like a dog, you know, to have like a, <laughs> to have like a career in, in stand up, but not be, you know, not get their name up in lights too big, you know, like. Doug Stanhope's, uh, he's really a fun, like, kind of like, I feel like he's an underground uh, Doug success because he, like, sells out everywhere he goes, but he's, you know, traveling all the time to, to, you know, keep that going. Yeah, but I do feel like people, like, I think of him as Stanhope and no, right. no offense. He doesn't seem like a Doug. No. No, he and, uh, and that is a compliment. That's not an insult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So that's what we've noticed is that not only do our guests ha have very few Dugs in their lives, mm -hmm. um, I, 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 most of the guests, it, it turns out like I'm the biggest, you know, Doug in their life in terms of, especially over uh, time. And right. uh, we don't, Doug Mellard and I don't, know or associate with any other Dougs besides, uh, you know, Doug Stanhope. So uh, the question for you, Lori, now is what about Lori's? Do you, have you befriended or are you close to anyone named Lori in any, any spelling of it? I don't, uh, I don't have a uh, Lori in my life. Uh, Laura house would probably be my closest Laura. Um, right. Up, uh, was friends with uh, Laura Sabota but her nickname was Miko. So I didn't think of her as a Laura. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. I, I, uh, 
I haven't met a ton of Lori's and the ones I have, I didn't care for. So um, <laughs> I guess I, I, I stand alone at my own island. I, um, you know, this show isn't science, but we're really starting to feel like the people do not hang out with other people that have their same name. That's, that's that they just right. gravitate away from it and don't even seek it out ever. Now, how difficult must that be if you're a female comic named Amy? Because it seems like <laughs> that, like about 20% of female comics now are named Amy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, it seems like a name that for some reason is connecting to stand-up comedy more than Lori or, you know, other names. Do you think maybe like Amy's are like maybe they start out as outspoken because they're always called on first alphabetically. That actually might be true. That is a very good theory. Um, they can't it. be shy. You can't be a shy yeah. Amy. And yeah. then that, that's how you get into stand up is by not being shy. Right. And you're one letter ahead of the ands. So you're in there. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're really thinking it's real. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it is science. <laughs> I mean, we're making it science. We're turning this this show really, you know, it started off with like a you know very thin premise, but I'm liking uh, the discussions we're having with people. Uh, now I'm sad, Doug, that guests are basically just going to be on the one time because uh, you know so many people I love talking to and you know love to to have them back. I mean, I guess we could have people back. Oh yeah. You know, I'll have to. Doug's famously make their own rules. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, those Doug's are really (laughs) quite rebellious. I mean, I do think that that can happen with a Doug is the rebellion because of, uh, you know, having it on the surface a kind of a a boring name. Um, All right. So, we, so we, what's that, Doug? That unless you're Doug King. I mean, Doug King is the, what do you think, if you had to guess, Lori, like, what do you think Doug King's up to today? (laughs) Well, there's, there's some backstory there, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) I, he, as far as I know, he left coaching. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah. So we don't need to worry about what he's up to today. <laughs> we hope he's doing it in isolation somewhere. Hope he, no, I hope he's doing well. hope he's doing well. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's probably the king. Oh, that's that's it. That in uh, Edgar Wright's movie, uh, The World's End, uh, the protagonist's name is Gary King. And he's, you know, pretty much an alcoholic loser when we meet him. But he was a very charismatic guy that his friends all just followed him around and did whatever stupid thing he wanted them to do. And but that was a, a clever naming of a character there, Gary King, because Gary, <laughs> Gary's pretty similar to Doug. And then yeah, like, you, yeah. you need something, man. You need something with Gary. And then to come through with King, it's just like, yes, yeah, Gary King. He's going to be a extroverted introvert. It's going to be great. Right. <laughs> Have you um, uh, have you yes. had a Gary on yet? We have not had a Gary. I think Gary Cannon is an obvious fit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely a Gary. I had a uh, a friend named Gary who um, worked with 
Michael Jackson. He was like a, I don't know what the right word would be for it, but he like worked with Michael Jackson's like production company. He's like a, a manager of the production company. And so, uh, uh, he dragged me into some Michael Jackson shit that was pretty interesting, but his name was Gary. What, and, Jackson's uh, from Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana. That's right. <laughs> so that's probably why they try trusted this, uh, this young white man with their, uh, <laughs> with their company. Cause they just hear the word Gary and go, that sounds good. Um, <laughs> Nailed it. But anyway, so he's my, I think he's my Gary. I kind of done a couple other Gary's a very funny guy named Gary Shapiro. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, but anyway, um, enough Gary talk, but we will, we will probably have a Gary on the show eventually. <laughs> enough Gary talk. That's a fine quote. Yeah. <laughs> enough Gary Mandarin. Um, let's just get, let's, <laughs> let's just talk about another thing that we've, we've talked about endlessly, but it get, we get nowhere with it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know uh, our vice president, uh, Kamala Harris. Kamala, yes. Kamala, Kamala, Kamala Harris. Kamala, yes. Kamala. I yes. always yeah, Kamala. I always fuck it up because of how uh, from Biden fucking it up to everybody else fucking it up. I have no idea what I. I just wish we could just call her Harris, but that just sounds like you're talking about a man. I, you uh, know, what? I didn't know how to pronounce her name, so I just, uh, I just defaulted to uh, Kamala when I just thought about her in my head, and she was Attorney General of California. And then when, you know, it came out that it was Kamala, I was like, I, I have to reorient my entire brain. It, it's, uh, it, you know, it, it was, it's worth the effort because she's the vice president. But gosh, right, it is. Yeah, you know her. You know what her husband's name is. That's the only reason I brought this up. Yes, congratulations to both of you. Right, <laughs> thank you. We did it. We're in. The, we're sort of in the White House. You are in the White House. Yeah. Well, I mean, they don't get to sleep there, <laughs> uh, but they get they get to visit whenever they want. I guess. You know, like, uh, why you'd go there other than you know to get to the Oval Office, but. Um, Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they're sleeping there in the next year. Oh, interesting prediction. Mm-hmm. Time um, to this one, please, Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> uh, people love to um, <laughs> people love uh, to talk about how old Biden is. Uh, you know, both you know people that are against him and people that are for him. I mean, I think. I think we can all agree presidents should be younger. Oh yeah. <laughs> younger. Yeah. I mean, yeah. To, to not to excite anyone else. I was extremely excited for the idea of Pence taking over. I mean, I've always, except for when uh, it was Obama, I was never, you know, I'm, I'm always, I'm always excited for a vice president to step in. I like, I like that energy. Let's see what you bring. <laughs> yeah like they they're, they're it's uh, you know decade after decade we have to watch these vice presidents just sit on the bench <laughs> or you know or get in the game like in the case of biden like way too late you know like you know yeah like it took, took too long to run for podcast <laughs> <laughs> he took too long to run for president and now it's just sort of like he got there because you know people wanted him there i guess but uh you yeah. know now it's just like People that are against him can just just hammer how old he is, and those of us that are not against him 
just also agree though that he's too old yeah um i think i'm too old like i think most people i know are too old like it should be like like why, why when kennedy got shot why did they and suddenly at that point everybody go let's just go with old men from now <laughs> yeah. like he was the most popular president right. why, what is the why wouldn't they just keep doing that let's, let's get some young blood up in there you know let's get an old jowly motherfucker up in this piece it's so to, stupid i don't want to waste a bullet on an old guy because they're gonna they're about to die anyway right yeah, yeah. right they're, they have this safety in the expected Mm. Right. Yeah, they, everybody expects them to die, so nobody's out there trying to. That's a great, uh, great theory. Um, anyway, we want to get Doug, Doug up on this show. I mean, now we'll never get him on the show with this kind of talk. John Kennedy? No, you won't. No, Doug. <laughs> Oh, I'm talking about Douglas Emhoff, first, second oh. gentleman. Yes, right, right. <laughs> we can get John Kennedy if we go to Dallas and just wait around for a few days. <laughs> that's the, no, that's the son. That's not the way. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> get your, oh, get your this John is... F. Kennedy's in order. <laughs> yeah, come on. What's wrong? <laughs> What's happening? All right. Uh, well, this is the part of the show where I get excited. Because we have prepared, Doug Miller and I have each prepared five questions for you that we have not run past each other. Wow. Yeah. It creates, you know, kind of exciting energy of like, uh, you know, we could ask similar things or we have different things we want to know about. But also, um, uh, it's out of laziness because we, if we don't have to discuss it with each other, we don't have to worry about it if we have each of us has a similar question. I, I respect that. The second explanation. I know you love the loftier first one that makes this right. wheeling podcast, but uh, I, I respect uh, just an admission of laziness. Yeah. Cause it's really, <laughs> that's what it comes down to is that laziness can also create a fun thing. Yeah. Is what I'm selling. That's the idea I'm selling. I don't know if anybody's buying. It. All right. So, uh, but before we have you ask you your five and five questions, there's another thing we're doing uh, just to, cause you know, uh, it's important to recycle. Uh, first we would like you to eat some leftovers. <laughs> That's right. It's the cherished aspect of our show where we ask you questions we didn't get to with the previous guest. Oh, okay. Great. Who yeah. was if, if, if you don't mind, it was Jay Shandrasekhar from uh, Broken Lizard and the Super Trooper movies. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Super fun guest. Not as good as you, but no, not, there's no competition uh, to me. It's all, it's all a win. Yeah. Uh, and he, uh, we didn't get to his questions. Oh, um, so because he was just, a, you know, just blabbing on and on about having the name Jay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. I can see that discussion going well into the night. Right? But I was just, I'm joking around, but he was a great guest. You're a great guest. Here's some questions we wanted to ask him. And, of course, Lori, you can ask from your perspective or, or speculate what he would answer, whatever you're comfortable with. Okay. Uh, go ahead, Doug. Uh, it says that your name has been bounced around to potentially direct a Marvel movie. 
what superhero would you like to direct? Well, they've been saying that about me for the the last 10 years. So I I can't even get excited about it. (laughs) But um, I guess I would like to direct uh, Black Widow. Um, Yeah. But uh, she's fun. She's a fun one. She's a fun character. Maybe, maybe a different person, you know, uh, maybe not Scarlett Johansson in it, you know, uh, could we recast? Well, that's the thing is I think that, uh, I think currently in the MCU, uh, Florence Pugh is, uh, sort of like, uh, she's stepping in for, for, uh, Black Widow because I believe Black Widow may have perished. Oh, okay. I'm not, yeah. I'm not always up to date on. No, I'm not either. So that's why, uh, but I believe that's what, that was sort of a centerpiece of the, the last most recent Black Widow movie is sort of like a passing of the baton to uh, Florence Pugh, who then appears now. She's a character in uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye on Disney Plus. Yeah. I would like to direct Captain America between my legs, but I. Okay. <laughs> now that's not the kind of thing that Jay would say. <laughs> I, I don't know. We should ask him. Yeah. Yeah. Would you direct Captain America between your legs? I bet you he'd say yes. Cause he's yeah, he, he, keep walking right here, right here, right here. There you go. <laughs> The big Chris Evans casting news I can't uh, I can't ignore right now is that he's going to play uh, Gene Kelly in a movie uh, that's not that's not the story of Gene Kelly. It's the story of a young boy who has Gene Kelly as his fictional friend. Yeah, um, and uh, that's going to be uh, Chris Evans, who like I, I'm I'm seeing it if he paints his hair black. Oh, I totally see it. You know, uh, he's probably pretty graceful. I I do remember that when some, a woman, I forget who the actress was, was headed for the stage. She kind of tripped and he grabbed her. And and so he's nimble and he's Mm -hmm. handsome. And uh, then there was like a rash of Gene Kelly tweets on Twitter. And uh, wow, what an amazing, you you forget, uh, you forget how talented he was. Oh, he was crazy talented like that. He was his dancing was so athletic and, and also just inventive. Like he just was, you know, just pick up any dumb object and, uh, you know, start choreographing a whole dance number around it. I would say like Douglas Fairbanks is the ultimate Doug. I would say Gene Kelly would be like planting the flag for jeans. Right. Oh, Oh, I, you know, he's the coolest gene for sure. I mean, no offense to, you know, Eugene Merman, (laughs) <laughs> Gene Simmons, <laughs> or, or yeah, yeah, Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons, no offense, but I mean, Gene Simmons. That one has always tripped me out because of the uh, actress named Gene Simmons. Oh right, yeah. You know, so that, it always seems strange that they had the same name, and I just see his name as J E A N. Sorry, Gene. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, can you imagine? We'd have to do five, six hours talking to him about his own name. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you, do you guys watch Succession? No. I am very familiar. It's one of those shows like Game of Thrones uh, that I'm very familiar with the characters and what's happening without really being a watcher of it. 
Okay, so Jerry uh, is a female character, and she is having sex with a male character named Lori, spelled my way. And that was one of the most exhilarating things that has happened to me this year. <laughs> so. And you're a fan of that show in general? Oh, it's a great. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, love that show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's just one of those ones I didn't I haven't hooked into, but I'm curious about it because so many people uh, do you know, love it and talk about it. Don't let it get away from you, because I had, you know, there was a window mm-hmm. where I could have jumped in and started watching Game of Thrones with the rest of the world. And it was just too much. I couldn't deal. It's like an hour every week. And so yeah. I let it go. And then it's all of a sudden I have to watch six season, seasons and it's too much. And so I just <laughs> never I never did it. So you yeah. you're still, you know, you're at the end of the third season there. I think they're doing five. So, you know, this is a great time now to jump in and then when <laughs> Or it comes around, you'll be one of us. I don't think I can do it just because of, uh, I have, you know, I've seen so much because it's like anything that's on HBO on a Sunday night, I have a tendency to catch in hotel rooms because yeah. they'll have the one HBO channel. And I, I don't want to, you know, watch stuff on my phone. I still like to look at the, yeah. Usually, usually they have a pretty big screen now in hotels. So I just like using yeah. the hotel TV. But I'm sort of stuck with what's on there. So like, but now they're making it so you can cast Netflix and whatnot uh, from your phone under the TV in, in hotel rooms is becoming a little bit more standard. So I'm excited about that. Oh, you you bring like a Chromecast with you and do that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, basically, you can just do it from your phone. If you have the app on your like you have HBO Max on your phone. Smart. You can just throw it right onto the TV because because the TV will have Chromecast in it. You know, you just put in like a code or something. Okay. You need you need to know your password with whatever streamer you're using, but but then they'll also have certain channels where like if you happen to be a subscriber, then you just hit it, and then all you got to do is put in your uh, password, and then it says it deletes it when you check out. uh, I I guess so. Well, uh, if yeah. someone else used my account, I wouldn't, I, I don't know how upset I could get about that. Although streamers now are starting to limit the number of, like, you can't just give out your password to, you know, 20 people anymore. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Never come out for the streamers, but I, I will say that makes sense. That one's not too bad. I think. Yeah. All right. My first question that went, was going to go to Jay Sandra Sekar, but, uh, uh, we didn't get to it. Is how many letters are in your last name? Oh, that's a pretty easy one. Um, because I my last name is right here on the Zoom, so I can count. Although I know this one by heart, but uh, the number is nine. All right, now let me count it off. <laughs> You're double checking her. I like it. <laughs> Very thorough. Well, yeah, because would have been a great dad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did it check out? Did, did I she it, no, I think it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Wait. It's like thirteen. Hmm. Chandra Sekar. Oh, I see. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Wow. Well, Are I you, didn't know this you went kill Martin on us? You you tricked me. And <laughs> I didn't realize we were at the podcast. I guess so. It's the last five minutes. So, okay. 
Okay. Well, I, I think Jay would have gotten it wrong. So I think it's the right answer. I just wanted to see, like, I, I think he would have got it right, but I probably would have to think about it for a second. Like, I, obviously our last names, all of us, it's fair, you know, it's fairly simple, but with his name, it's like really push, you know, it's a lot of letters. Uh, so, you know, he may ballpark it. He may think it's around 12 <laughs> or 13. <laughs> we'll never know though, because we didn't get a, a chance to ask him when we had the chance and now we're out of time with Lori. Uh, so we're not even going to get to your questions, Lori. So we're going to have to ask them of somebody else uh, sometime in the future. Wow. All right. But, but we appreciate uh, you being a, a good sport. And I feel like we've learned a lot about uh, Jay Chandrasekhar, uh, specifically how many letters are in his last name. We well, learned that in a big we way. Nothing else during this hour long conversation and that was worth it. Yeah. No, that's the thing is there's always like, that's what you got to understand with podcasting is you got to listen for hours and hours <laughs> to get that one little moment that makes it well worthwhile. And uh, we appreciate you hanging in and trying to find that moment. Uh, time for Doug plugs. Please promote yourself. Lori Kilmartin. Um, I'm the only thing I'm promoting now is I have an album that came out in October called Corset, C-O-R-S-E-T. And, uh, it's available on all platforms. I mean, you could stream it if you want to be cheap, but it, that doesn't help, help the comedian. You know, I, I always mm -hmm. say download buy. you can listen to it over and over again. Um, yeah. I always try to, you know, end the show with, and, and then name the show, uh, after, uh, a sort of pun with the word Doug in it that is associated to the, our guest or the conversation that we had. Oh, and um, yeah. And it's, you know, sometimes it's easier than others. Some are weirder than others, but like, do you think it would be too harsh? Do you have a, uh, a book that uh, people could probably still get? Yes. <laughs> oh, do are you going to, are you going to call this episode? Doug people suck. I think so. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's where we need to go. To because uh, you uh, dead people suck, of course, is your book title, and uh, yeah, and, and people can still get that, right? Yeah, they can. Yes, you can get yeah. it any place you, you buy books. Yeah, see, so this uh, terrible title will lead to uh, a, a, a plug, you know, it's uh, kind of like uh, I'm the M. Night Shyamalan of podcasts because they'll read the title and they won't understand it until now, until the very end of the episode. Doug, if I may, of course it will. <laughs> too subtle too subtle Doug, Doug Mellard what do you have to plug I've got a weekly show in Austin Texas uh, at the Buzz Mill on East 7th Street every Tuesday 9 o'clock we'll be there next Tuesday wear a mask be careful come on out <laughs> be careful come on out yeah dodge others don't yeah. <laughs> you know don't congregate just kind of you know just yeah just slip in enjoy have some laughs slip out yeah yeah that sounds delightful <laughs> i'm doing uh i'm doing stand-up in san francisco like i mentioned at the punchline on saturday january 15th douglasmovies.com for my slowly trickling in trickling out uh, it's a river out there uh all of my dates where i'll be doing not only stand-up but also uh, the Douglas Movies podcast, and maybe trying to get on the schedule a uh, Wide World of Dougs uh, live somewhere yeah. out there in, in the world. That'd be super fun. Amazing. Thanks again, Lori Kilmartin. 
Thank you. Thanks for having me. And as always, Doug people suck. <laughs> Got it.